Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Some scientists believe that all of the water on Earth was the result of icy comets bombarding the primordial planet and simply melting into deep oceans, lakes, and seas. Others believe that ancient microorganisms hitched a ride and gave rise to life for the first time. It seems to be a preposterous proposition unless you consider that a fresh comet is en route with the seeds of a new form of life, or perhaps I should say, a new form of death. But you can relax, enjoy the show, and cherish the moment. It may be the last few moments you know after this dread time story. Are you sure about this? I mean, have you triple-checked your figures? I've run the numbers over and over and over again. It's confirmed there's a comet on an intercept course with Earth, and it's only hours away. How did we miss this? Comets aren't hard to see. For reasons I can't explain, this one doesn't have a tail or anything we usually associate with a comet. But there is a vapor trail. It's just... Well, it's invisible, at least to the naked eye. Okay, okay, let's put out an alert. Do we have an estimate on an impact site? Unfortunately, it's headed for North America, the desert southwest. It's about the size of the Empire State Building, but most of it should burn up in the atmosphere. A good part of it will make impact, however. It's not going to be a place you want to be for about a 50-mile radius. Well, at least it's not close to a major city. Let's see if we can get the word out and make sure that area is evacuated. Good luck. Whoever's out there only has a couple of hours to get out of the way. Yeah, well, 
we gotta try. We can't just let this hit without some kind of warning. Beautiful, isn't it? Oh, it's breathtaking. Especially at sunset. I love it when the long red rays of the setting sun hit the mountains like that. Makes the desert sand look like gold dust. Wouldn't that be nice? Not really. If gold was that common, it wouldn't be worth anything. Wow. Oh. Tom, look at that star. Is that Venus? Gosh, I don't know. It's really bright. I've never seen a planet show up that bright this time of day. Am I imagining things or is it getting brighter? I don't think that is a planet. Looks like a jet or something. It's getting bigger. Yeah, it must be a helicopter. It's getting brighter. What is that thing? I don't like this. It's getting bigger and changing color. What the hell? It must be one of those Russian satellites. Tom, what do we do? Duck! Behind the rock! Run! Now! Down! Down! Get down! Sandstorm out here. <coughs> I think we'll be okay. Is it raining? <coughs> it's not like any rain I've seen. Look at the rock. It's turning black. Black rain? Maybe it was a jet and this is the jet fuel. It doesn't smell like jet fuel. It doesn't smell like anything. I. Oh! Ow! Ow! Oh! Ow! It's burning! It's burning me! It's burning me too! Ow! What do we do? Ow! Oh, my skin! It's Ow! starting to blister! Oh, what's happening? Ow! Oh, my hand! Oh, my God! Fangoria's Dread Time stories will continue in a moment. Now, back to Fangoria's Dread Time stories, and here come the sludge. Maybe there was a good reason our mothers told us not to go out in the rain. Of course, she's never seen rain like this. It seems a bit of black water has found its way into the atmosphere, and there's a nasty storm front headed our way. Best get your umbrellas out. Assuming, of course, simple shelter can protect us from what's to come. The impact occurred at 5.43 p.m. in the Four Corners area of Arizona. Any reports on casualties? No one's on the scene yet. It all happened too fast. It seems to be a deserted area, but it's a location popular with hikers and hunters. Well, with any luck, we'll have few fatalities. Let's hope. There is something strange on the satellite images from the area, though. It seems like the whole area is a dark black spot that's growing somehow. Growing? Well, spreading might be a better way to describe it. 
I think it's the dust kicked up from the impact, although it's not following the wind patterns on the radar. You know, I don't think this is something we leave to local police. Alert FEMA and the Arizona National Guard. This is more than a local event. General Thompson, uh, we're approaching the impact site, sir. Uh, radar indicates we have to fly through a thunderstorm. They think the impact caused the storm and the visibility is going to be limited. Hell, I've flown through typhoons off the coast of Vietnam and sandstorms in Iraq. A little rain's not going to hurt. General, we're approaching the storm front. It appears to be a black wall of rainfall. Take us closer, son. Let's get a good look at this storm. doesn't look right. Circle the perimeter. Let's see if we can get to the backside of this storm front. Winds at our back and front is moving away from us. Put us down. We want to see what all the fuss is about with this black rain. Covered in a sheet of black oil, as far as I can see. The comet must have hit an underground pool of oil. I should probably collect a sample. Good idea. Glad we didn't fly into that. Would have been a real mess for a pilot. General, the the black stuff, it, it, it's coming our way. It's just runoff, Major. No, no, no I don't think so, sir. The, the stuff is flowing uphill right towards us. What the hell? Get the hazmat kit out of the chopper and get a sample of that stuff. It's, it's coming right towards us. Scoop some up, man, and let's get it to the lab. Uh, got it. Oh, it's... Oh, oh. Is it hot? The impact just occurred. I don't know. Some got on my hand. I just... Oh. Oh, I look like a my arm. Water. Drink some water. Oh, what's happening? Pour it on his arm. This stuff's hot. Oh, God, I don't know it works. No. God, he's dissolving. More water. Get some more water. No, 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 no. No water. It works. He's... He's gone. He just... Dissolved into a pool of black slime. Stay back. Don't go near that stuff. Sergeant, grab a glove out of the hazmat kit and get that test tube. But, but sir... That's an order. Okay. Okay, stand back. Got it. Got it. And what now? Put it into one of those hazmat containers. Gotta find out what this stuff is all about. Right. 
Alright, got it. It's in. Good. Now let's get out of here. Ah, the plot thickens. Or should I say, the black slime thickens. Sounds like our friends have found a little more than they bargained for, but there's good news. They do have a sample of their newfound friends in a test tube. Assuming, of course, that they are actually, uh, friendly. It's definitely an organic compound, but it's like nothing I've ever seen before. Is it petroleum-based? The General seems to think it was from an underground oil reservoir. Well, there are traces of carbon, but nothing resembling oil. It's a living substance, and it can move at will, much like an amoeba. You're saying this black sludge is alive? It appears so, and to some degree, intelligent. And this slime has a brain? Not a brain the way we think of it, but an instinct. It moves towards living organisms. I'm not sure why or how. So, what do we have here? Something buried deep in the Earth that this comet kicked up? Unfortunately, there's nothing to indicate this is from our planet. I think this stuff was embedded in the comet, and now it's here. We'll return to Fangoria's Dread Time stories after these words. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? 
Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, The Whistler, and Abbott and Costello, consider joining the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. As curator, the 10 shows I select will be the best sound quality and the most popular, along with a rare show sprinkled in to add to the fun. I'll also send you historical liner notes, plus photos of the radio stars. Members also receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only $1, with each additional month under $10. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now, back to Fangoria's Dread Time stories, and here come the sludge. Let me get this straight, Bill. There was something in the comet? Yes, Mr. Secretary. A dark, viscous substance that has the ability to move and consume organic matter. This sounds like something out of a movie. Are we sure about this? A National Guard general and a helicopter crew witnessed it in the Arizona desert. It's an isolated incident, but they managed to retrieve a sample of the stuff, and preliminary indications are that it is alive and... growing. Growing? We immersed a lab rat into a beaker with the fluid. It dissolved before our eyes and assimilated the tissue of the rat. The result was a threefold increase in the size of the substance. How much of this stuff have we got out there in Arizona? It appears to have spread out over a 130-mile radius and spreading at about one mile an hour. Does anything kill it? Have you tried anything on this stuff? Or are you just feeding it rats? So far, it seems impervious to most chemical compounds. It thrives in water, and it doesn't burn. What about radiation? We, um, we haven't tried that yet. Well, I suggest you do. We may be faced with a nuclear option here. I'll brief the president. That's it! Straight ahead! It's enormous! It's gotten larger! It got into a large cattle ranch! Wiped out a herd of close to a thousand head of cattle! That really put it on the move! There's a town down there! Yep, and that black sludge is headed right for it! Pilot, put us down in the center of that town! Everyone around here seems to know there's some kind of danger. Sure looks that way. Look, there's a cop. Let's see what he knows. Officer! Officer! You guys with FEMA? No, NSA. What's happening here? I was kind of hoping you could tell me. There's something outside of town that looks like oil and it kills everything in its path. We tried to set it on fire with Molotov cocktails, but the gas and the fire didn't have any effect. 
That guy's covered with the stuff! Hey, get it up! Come on, get it up! Help me! Help me! What is that stuff? Is this some kind of government experiment? Is that what the crash in the desert was all about? That crash in the desert was a comet, and this stuff seems to have hitched a ride. Jackson, get away from that stuff! I want to collect a sample. Ow! Damn! Wipe it off! It's on your hand! I can't! It won't come off! Ah! Oh, it burns! I can feel it burning into my skin. It's like acid. Ah! Get, get away from me! It's moving up my arm through my bloodstream! Stop! This can't be happening! Stop! You guys don't know how to stop this, do you? We've got to evacuate the town. I don't think you have to worry about that. I think everyone's figured that out for themselves. Wait a minute, where's he going? Hey, you can't just leave us here! Get away! Look at the bottom of the helicopter! That black slime's crawling all over it! The pilot's covered in this stuff! like you lost your ride home. You got a patrol car anywhere close? Yeah, right over there. What do you got in mind? Same thing everyone else is doing. Get out of this area fast. It sounds like the sunshine states of a bit of darkness descending upon them, but not to worry. I'm sure our friends in the laboratory will find a solution to this slimy solution. Tell me we have a way to contain this stuff, Jack. I'm sorry, Mr. President, but we have few reports from the field. People go in and they don't come out. All we have is a sample at the lab and nothing seems to affect it. How far has it spread? <sighs> Satellite imagery indicates that it has completely covered the states of Arizona, Utah, Colorado, and New Mexico. Some reports seem to indicate that it's filled the Grand Canyon. Filled it? To the brim. It thrives in water. Once it hit the Colorado River, it rose like yeast in a loaf of bread. And heat has no effect? None that we've seen. However, there is one very troubling fact that has been determined. And that's seawater. Why would seawater be a problem? It grows exponentially in seawater. The current thinking is the ocean feels like home to the stuff. There's a theory that our oceans were formed by comets bombarding the Earth billions of years ago. Whatever is in seawater appears to be in comets, and the slime travels at incredible speeds once it makes contact. How incredible are we talking about here? On land, it travels at about one to three miles per hour. A slow walk, if you will. In seawater, we're estimating it will travel as fast as a tsunami. How fast? 500 to 600 miles an hour. I think I know what you're about to tell me. I think it's our only option. You actually want me to order a nuclear strike against our own people? Actually, we won't be bombing people. Wherever this black sludge shows up, well, nothing's left alive. Although we may lose some lives bombing the perimeter, it's the only way to contain it. Can we at least evacuate people on the fringes? Our recommendation is no. It appears that many people who have fled the infected areas are bringing the sludge with them on the undersides of their cars and trucks, 
attached to the wheels and landing gear of small planes. Once they stop, the stuff starts crawling around and consumes any organic matter in its path. We may have to do some localized bombing as well. How many nukes is it going to take to pull this off? Unfortunately, more than we have in our entire arsenal. But China and Russia, well, they've agreed to help. Help? Are you telling me we're going to invite China and Russia to bomb the American Southwest? It's the only way we can be sure. And what about the fallout afterwards? Westerly winds will spread it across the entire country. Well, we'll just have to tell everyone to take cover and hope the half-life of the radiation reduces the danger in a few days. There has to be another option. Sir, once it hits the oceans, the whole world will be at risk. In fact, there's some concern that China might not wait if we hesitate. Their satellite imaging is showing them the same thing we're seeing. So no matter what we decide, the entire Southwest is going to be turned into a sheet of glass. Right now, it's a growing ocean of black sludge. I'm afraid it's one or the other. Make the arrangements. Choreograph with the Chinese and the Russians. Send out no warning. At least not until the nukes are about to impact, and then I'll address the nation and tell everyone to take cover. I think we should head to the government compound and notify members of the House, Senate, and Supreme Court to relocate there as soon as possible. Preserve the government, huh, Jack? After all this, I just wonder what'll be left to govern. Alert state. Alert state. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Red alert. Red alert. All specialists to stations. Captain, we have flash traffic, DEFCON 1. What the hell? Is this a drill? It looks like the real deal, Cap. Let me see. Submarine USS Dauntless. Proceed to following coordinates off the coast of Southern California and reconfigure all missile targeting to assigned coordinates and fire on command? What do we got, Chief? Where are these new coordinates? I... I don't get it. All of the coordinates for all 24 missiles is an area in southern Utah. This is nuts. Flash traffic's been hacked. Take us up. I gotta hear this from someone I trust. Hit the roof! Blow all main valves! Blaze up! Blaze up! Blowing all main valves! This place looks abandoned. Yeah, well, 
Let's hope we can find some gas. I've been lead foot at 90 miles an hour for a couple hours, and we're almost on empty. Hello? Anybody home? Let's check out the barn. Maybe we can find some farm equipment with some gas in the tank. All right. I'm gonna radio in and see if I can reach anybody. Yeah, I should probably check in myself. This is Unit 14 of the Arizona State Police. Anybody out there in West Texas hear me? This is Officer... Damn! Damn! Get it off! Hey! Hey, help me! The slime! It's under your squad car! You must have run over a puddle of the stuff! Rip your shirt off! Fast! Hey, what's on me? How do I get it off? Sorry, man. Now what? Phillips? Hey, it's Bill. Oh, you're alive. Barely. I'm out in the middle of the West Texas desert, on foot. I just watched a local cop get consumed by this stuff. Jackson bought it, too. He said it felt like acid before Jackson. he... I think that goes for all of us. This stuff kills on contact, and it's not exactly quick. What are you gonna do? Don't have many options. I'm on an old abandoned farm. The only vehicle was the squad car, and it's covered in that black slime. I guess I'm gonna have to walk. Can't say I'll survive long in the desert. You got anything you can tell me to stop this stuff? No. We just did a massive round of experiments with varying forms of radiation. It doesn't make a dent. Hell, think about it. This comet's been traveling millions of miles for millions of years across the universe. It's seen more radiation than exists on the entire planet. Well, let's just hope some chucklehead doesn't throw a few nukes at this stuff. I hope not. Haven't heard anything. People aren't talking much. Government, media. You'd think it was just another nice day in the country. Any way you could get a chopper out here to pick me up? I can give you the GPS coordinates. I'll see what I can do. But no one's taking my calls. I think something's up, but don't know what. Well, I'll do my best to give you my location, but I think I gotta keep moving. Good idea. I'll call you back. What's our status, Jack? Mr. President, we are not sure. We seem to have a bit of a problem. Another comet? No. Our armed forces who launch nuclear weapons. Well, they won't launch. Their orders are to launch on the United States, and well, they simply won't do it. And I don't blame them one bit. Hell, they should all get a medal. This is simple. Get me on the horn with every commander, sub-captain, general, anyone with their finger on the button. They deserve some answers, or at least an explanation. I get it, but I wonder if anyone else would believe it. It's all a bit odd. I mean, bomb your own country? Destroy four or five states? <laughs> well, only a madman would order such a thing. Especially when the order is only going to make matters worse. Unfortunately, the only person who seems to know anything about that 
is wading through rattlesnakes and crawling through sludge somewhere in West Texas. Secretary Jones, this is Professor Wilson. I'm in West Texas. I just heard from Phillips. Radiation has no effect on the organism. If you are considering a nuclear option, forget it. Radiation has no effect on this sludge. All we'll do with a nuclear strike is blow it into the stratosphere and engulf the planet with the stuff. It's amazingly resilient, adaptable, and almost indestructible. Call me. Help me. I'm in the middle of nowhere and I don't know how long I'll last. Phillips has a read on my GPS coordinates. Please get me out of here. Wilson. Are you still alive? That's encouraging. I think we have a problem. We? They're gonna nuke it. They can't. It's just gonna throw the stuff into the stratosphere, and then it'll circle the globe. Bill, they won't listen to me. You have to tell them. We both know some idiot is talking about nukes as a solution. I can't get through to anyone. The seawater, the salt water. We want it to reach the ocean. It becomes benign when it hits seawater. It's, it's like home. Our oceans are the stuff of comets, melted ice from long ago, the sludge. It, it spreads rapidly and then just relaxes and goes dormant when it hits the ocean. That's the solution to this whole thing. Let it get to the ocean and it just switches off. Does anyone know this? I don't know. No one's talking and no one's listening. I'll call you back. We'll return to Fangoria's Dread Time stories after this. And now back to Fangoria's Dread Time stories and the conclusion to here come the sludge. We're ready, Mr. President. You're patched into every base, sub, and silo we could reach. Whenever you're ready. Thanks, Jack. <clears throat> I would like to thank all of you for joining me. This is one of the most difficult calls and undoubtedly the most difficult decision anyone has ever had to make. Here's the situation. Yesterday evening, a comet struck the American Southwest. It came suddenly and with little warning. It left a crater about two miles in diameter and destroyed every living thing for about a 50-mile radius. But it didn't stop there. It seems an unknown alien organism was embedded in the comet. We're forwarding you images right now, and yes, that is, or was, the Grand Canyon. 
It's a black, viscous substance with the appearance of oil, but it's much more ominous than that. It's alive and aggressively moves towards any living organism. It then engulfs it and dissolves the tissue, whether it be plant, animal, or I'm sorry to say this, human. Our problem is that this stuff is spreading. It's currently covered four states and advancing into Nevada, California, Nebraska, and Texas. So far, we can find nothing to stop it. That's why all of you received an order that I know makes no sense to a rational human being. Unfortunately, we seem to have no choice. This plague is vicious, indiscriminate, and apparently unstoppable. We have no choice but to use our most terrible and destructive weapon. I'm sorry to say that the area that is to be targeted is already devoid of any human life. For those of you with family and friends in this part of the country, I regret that you had to learn of this so abruptly. We simply don't have the time to delay our actions. The coordinates you have been issued and the firing sequence must be followed strictly. We are about to alert the rest of the country and the world of what is to come, so they can take appropriate shelter from what will be an unprecedented level of atmospheric radiation. Perhaps if we had more time, we could find a different solution. But it appears our time is rapidly running out. I hope you can understand. And with any luck, we'll stop this thing and then do our best to pick up the pieces and see what's left of all of us. Thank you. And God bless our souls. Do you think they'll launch? Most of them. They have the satellite imagery and the video. I think you did the best you could. Let's hope so. Bill? Yeah, it's me. Any luck with the chopper? Sorry, no. What about the nukes? Did you get a hold of anybody? Can't. Everything is in total lockdown. They're not talking and they're not listening. How are you holding up? Not good. Out of water, nukes are coming, and it looks like I got company. Who? That black stuff. It's coming over the ridge to my left and coming up behind me from the old farm. I'll do what I can with the chopper. Forget it. Just get a hold of somebody and stop those nukes. I'll try to do both. Confirm revised launch codes and arm. Launch codes confirmed. All missiles armed and ready. Hold and fire on my command. Holding and ready to fire. This is Air Force 47 and we are circling over drop zone. Roger 47, open bomb bay doors and release on my command. <laughs> bomb bay doors open and awaiting command. This is certainly exciting, and it sounds like our military friends are finally with the agenda. 
I just wonder. Which is worse? The impact of a comet the size of a building, or the combined detonation of a few thousand hydrogen bombs? <laughs> well, time will tell. The dread time is certainly upon us. Well, Jack, I guess this is it. Yes, Mr. President. In fact, both the Russians and the Chinese have already launched. Are we tracking the trajectories? Yes, sir. All on target to the agreed-upon coordinates. Well, at least they're not taking advantage of the situation to target New York or Washington. You'll have to give the order soon, sir. All of the codes are entered and all time to launch precisely, so all the weapons detonate simultaneously. Has anyone given any thought to what effect the simultaneous detonation of thousands of nuclear warheads might have? Computer models indicate that most of the Southwest will be pockmarked with craters the size of canyons. And the fallout? Nuclear winter. Probably for two to three years. Maybe that was the solution all along. Freeze the stuff. Unlikely. After all, it arrived on the planet in a chunk of ice called a comet. Good point. Mr. President, this is Central Command. Do we have your orders to release? Yes. Release all weapons. All units begin firing sequence. And now, we wait. Mr. Secretary, your assistant is desperately trying to reach you. Put her through. What is it, Rosie? Mr. Secretary, I think you need to hear this. Jack, it's Bill Wilson. Good God, I hope you get this. Look, I just talked to Phillips at the lab. In case you're considering it, do not pursue a nuclear option. This stuff is impervious to radiation, and all we'll do is blow it into the atmosphere. We have to let it reach the ocean. All the stuff will do an about turn, race into the ocean, and slide to the bottom. It won't kill it, but it'll buy us some time. Jack, you gotta call me. My God, get me back to the command center. Command Center. This is the President. Do not release the weapons. That's in order. Do not release. Uh, some, uh, some have already been launched, sir. I'm sending the abort codes now, but uh, some have already launched. Self-destruct. Send out the code to all released weapons to self-destruct. Understood. Self-destruct codes initiated. Radar indicates Self-destruct successful. That was close. Wilson, that's you, Phillips? Bill, it's Jack. Jack, thank God. Did you get my message? Yes. Did you talk to the lab? No. Jack? What's wrong? <coughs> we launched the nukes, Bill. But, well, we got your message and we're able to stop them in time. That is great news. Hey, is there any way you could send a chopper out here to pick me up? There's a problem, Bill. What are you talking about? We determined our nuclear arsenal wasn't big enough to do the job. We 
Send the self-destruct codes. We did, and they refused. They think we don't have the courage to bomb our own country. How long? In about a minute. Where are you? West Texas. What are my chances? Hard to say. Well, if I gotta go, I'd rather be vaporized by a nuke than getting dissolved by that black slime. If you can find some kind of shelter, you might make it. We're not real clear on where they're targeted. Bill, are you still there? Unfortunately, yes. And that black sludge has me surrounded. Can you run? Run? Where? It's everywhere. Far as the eye can see. Those nukes can't get here fast enough for me. Is there high ground? A rock? Anything you can do? This sludge came over a mountain range to get here. I don't think a rock's gonna... Ah! Oh, damn! It came up behind me! Ah! Oh, come on, dudes! Put an end to this! Here's a question for you. Which would you prefer? Vaporized by a nuclear detonation or liquefied by a creeping puddle of black slime? I might have to give that some thought myself. Oh, and the next time you hear the patter of rain on the roof, beware. You might need something more than an umbrella to weather the storm. More from Fangoria's Dread Time Stories in a moment. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. 
the team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Here Come the Sludge was written for radio by Steve Newby. Heard in the cast were Jamie Barron, Christian Stolte, Tim Dadabo, Jeff Morrow, Joby Cerny, Jim McCants, Alyssa Fraden, Lexi Stifel, Carl Amari, Roger Mueller, Craig Lee, and Steve Newby. Fangoria's Dreadtime Stories with host Malcolm McDowell is a copyrighted radio feature produced and directed by Carl Amari, executive producer Thomas DeFeo, associate producer Chris Rowe. Sound design, custom Foley effects, recording, and editing are produced in the Cerny American Sound to Picture Theater by sound designers Craig Lee, Bob Benson, and Tim Cerny. Original music composed and conducted by Chris Alexander. Join us next time on the dark side, where the night never ends, for another fascinating story presented by Fangoria Magazine. Jim McCants speaking. <laughs>